everybody. Welcome back to the Word Up podcast. This is your host, Ryan Finney. And today we have a special guest, Alicia Swearingen. Alicia and I met a few years ago at a vineyard church in Canyon City, Colorado, and have stayed in touch since then. She and her husband have been influential in my life, and I appreciate all the things they continue to do in my life and in the community of Canyon City. Currently, they pastor a vineyard church in the downtown area of Canyon, and have been doing that for a little over three years now. In today's episode, we get to hear from Alicia and her story, how in every season of life, how she was obedient and how her and her family followed the call of what God was doing in their life. Moving from Denver, a big city, down to a small town in southern Colorado, eventually becoming missionaries in Mexico for a couple of years, to then planting and now pastoring a church. It's a great encouraging episode, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, You and I, we met a few years ago. I'm not sure exactly what year it was, but you and Greg, your husband, were pastors at the Canyon City Vineyard. I don't even yes. know the the official name anymore. Um, yeah, but it's we probably met. 2007 or we, so. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds about right. And uh, you and I, we met because you were on the worship team. I think you were one of the worship leaders. Uh huh. And then I met Greg. I don't even know how. Probably, you know, probably through you. And um, that was like very close to my beginning days of uh, becoming a Christian and and dedicating my life to Jesus. And I remember um, you and Greg were just so full of grace and mercy and love um, and things I'll never forget, but we'll get more into that uh, as we go in. But would you just introduce yourself and how maybe you became a Christian, you're calling it to ministry and uh, maybe where you're at today? Yeah, well, my name's Alicia Swearingen, and I am now, gosh, 48. I uh, gave my life to Jesus when I was 23. Uh, You know, I didn't grow up in the church and was not a believer, very skeptical of uh, Christianity and people that follow Jesus and church, and uh, really made fun of them and judged those that followed Jesus. And uh, honestly, I I was into business, corporate world, you know, getting ahead, being all I could be, self, you know, help kind of person. And uh, uh, I was at a success conference and uh, uh, there was a man, Zig Ziglar there, and, and he just said the Bible's, you know, the greatest book of all time, bestseller of all time. And he encouraged people to read it. And I thought, you know, I really probably should at least read this book that I am, uh, that I don't believe in, so that I can better and more knowledgeably speak with people about uh, what I don't believe in. And, you know, honestly, by the end, I just, God just totally uh, captured my heart. And I literally got all the way through, and this was like a year process, got all the way through and gave my life to Jesus. And there's just been no turning back. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. I've never heard that um, 
you probably have shared that before, but I don't, I think that's my first time hearing that. That's cool. Um, how did you and Greg meet? Uh, we met not long after that. <clears throat> Cause I mean, he grew up, uh, in, in a family of believers. And so he, you know, believed at a young age and then kind of uh, recommitted his life to Christ, uh, in, uh, really in his middle school years. And, uh, so, and, and he had been prophesied over that he would be a pastor, uh, one day. Um, but he was, he, he followed a ministry out to Tennessee actually, and ended up, uh, it, it, you know, they didn't want any part of him, really. It, it just wasn't a fit. Uh, and he was married at the time and ended up getting a divorce, so he moved back to Colorado. And so him and I met shortly after that, uh, and, you know, after I'd given my life to Jesus. And maybe it's been a couple of years since he had uh, walked through his divorce. And we met at a, at a potluck and just we went on our first date and never looked back uh-huh. same kind of thing yeah that's cool um where was that was that so that was in colorado yeah it was in denver it used to be the crystal rose it was like an event center on hamden that that we met it was uh, kind of a singles event actually where you know you you just they just had a potluck for all these singles oh that's cool so you guys yeah, met. nobody does it that way anymore. Everybody does online stuff, but yeah, we actually saw each other. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's less scary online. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So you guys met in Denver at Potluck, and then you guys eventually got married. Um, were you guys in ministry shortly after that, or did you guys feel a call into ministry at a certain point? Yeah, you know, we start, We got married and started going to a church and uh, was in a couple small group. And then um, it's kind of like the journey. Our journey has always been following Jesus and then kind of he invites us into more. Mm. And, and so, you know, we were content with that. And then the Lord called us to more and we started serving uh, teen moms at our church and, uh, uh, got felt like we, God was calling us into more, uh, with that church. It was actually church in the city of Denver, but then abruptly we felt called to move out of Denver, kind of quit our jobs and sell our house so that we could have more time to serve God. So we didn't really, you know, our heart was never to be pastors or be leaders. Our heart was just to serve the Lord. And so when he called us out of uh, Denver, um, you know, it was more to position ourselves to be available for what God had for us. That's really cool. How do you encourage someone that kind of has that same, like, calling or feeling of I just need to be obedient, I need to sell my items, I need to just do what the Lord is calling me to do, um, but at the same time, I'm struggling with how do I provide, and how do I have an income, and how do I do these other things as well? Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, uh, when we when when we felt the Lord calling us to move and, you know, sell our home and kind of realign 
our, our, the busyness of our lives so that we could serve God more. Um, one of the things that we were doing during that time is we were taking a financial class. Um, I think it was called Crown at the time, but now, you know, Dave Ramsey's really popular, mm-hmm. uh, but, but any of those things. And, and so part of the aligning that we were walking through at the time was we have to have our finances in order so that we can serve the Lord better. Mm. You know, we can't be a slave to the world system of debt and credit debt, um, homes, cars, uh, slave to our work. Like we needed to walk out of that so that uh, we could really be obedient to what the Lord was calling us to do. So, uh, you know, honestly, for uh, for people of uh, any age, because I know in America it's so uh, prevalent that people are in debt, um, but people of any age, I mean, that's kind of the first step to honoring God uh, is, you know, honoring with the with with our finances and being good stewards of that so we can really serve him. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys have kids at the time? We did not have kids at the time. Uh, actually neither of us really wanted kids. Uh, you know, I was way too selfish, uh, and, and really before I was a Christian, I was way too selfish. Uh, and so God was kind of working on that whole aspect. Uh, but as soon as we moved out of Denver and our life, you know, the busyness kind of came off and, and the, the work mentality and being out of debt and out from under that. Uh, really that's when the Lord started speaking to us about having kids. Wow. So when you guys moved out of Denver, when did you guys just start making your way down to Canyon City, or was it that was the specific place that God called you to be? Yeah, you know, we felt that the Lord was calling us south. Mm -hmm. And so literally uh, we got in the car one day and started driving south. (laughs) <laughs> so we got on I-25 and went south. That's awesome. And uh, uh, I think we we really, um, we didn't know whether, how far we were going to go, but we actually stopped in Trinidad. And it, it was like, this is where we're supposed to be. It's pretty um, far south we, of Denver. <laughs> right. I, you know, so really... Uh, it's just, uh, I mean, Trinidad is a super small town. So g- going from Denver to Trinidad was just like uh, really abrupt. And uh, um, Greg had some connections there. And it, I mean, just everything fell into place. When when we got there, we ended up being able to meet with people that he knew and uh, connected with a church there uh, right away. And I mean, we ended up, I think, being on the board of directors for the pregnancy center there. I mean, just, I don't know, God just opened up doors and it it was just what we needed for the time. Mm -hmm. And so we were there for, I think, just two, two and a half years. And then God called us. um, uh, We felt the the nudge to come back towards uh, Denver and towards our family. And so Canyon City ended up being uh, uh, the place where we felt God called us. Okay. So again, you were being obedient, got in the car and just drove south and things just kind of lined up and opened up for you guys. That's right. Re- that's so cool. That's really encouraging. Um, me <laughs> today, I, 
I don't know what it is about this like stage of life that I'm in, but it's like one of the most difficult stages because I'm a young parent. Uh, I've been married for a few years now. I have a house yeah. and things like that. So I'm like constantly trying to juggle all these things. And I'm like, can I just be obedient? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's encouraging to yeah. hear that you guys were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think, you know, I will just tell you, I, I do believe parenting is uh, one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, and the, the season, especially when, you know, your kids are, are young and, and all of that, it, it's a challenging season yeah. because you were responsible for this, this family. Um, and, and that changes your life, but you know what God's calling you and, you know, young people that might be listening to this, God's calling them to serve their families right now. And that's a high calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something that my, um, my wife and I have talked about recently is, you know, we both work, uh, she's a teacher and I do software development and, uh, we, during the day, our child is in daycare and mm-hmm. that becomes almost a burden of itself is like finding the right person to watch mm-hmm. our, our son and making sure our boy is cared for and, and having that trust relationship. I mean, it's just, it's a headache in itself. So we're like, mm-hmm. we add another child to that. What does that do? We add another kid to that equation. What does that do again? And it's like, what does God want us to do really? Mm-hmm. So we've come to the, to the moment of like, we should definitely need to be praying more about this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about the third kid. If one, once you get to three, that childcare really doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it gets, just gets so expensive that really, you know, you have to look at that number, which, uh, you know, which parent could maybe stay home and be the one that, that raises the kids yeah. instead of paying somebody else to do it because it's kind of a wash Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on, you know, incomes and that sort of thing. So, yeah, you have to look at that and, and prioritize. I know through the years there were times uh, because we, we you know, w- followed the Lord and, and kind of made sure that our finances were taken care of first. And, and uh, there were times that, you know, Greg was able to stay home and be Mr. Mom and take care of the kids. And I ended up working from home. Uh, because we follow, you know, we followed the Lord. God was just faithful um, that that we could both kind of be around. And there were times where He worked, I stayed home. I worked, He stayed home. Uh, sometimes we both got to stay home. It was just uh, sometimes we both worked. Uh, it was just constantly, you know, uh, asking the Lord for every season what uh, what He was wanting to do there. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, uh, have you guys ever? trying to go on the same like path um, of asking the Lord and being obedient. Have you ever found yourself and maybe your family of like struggling, not praying, not seeking the Lord, and then kind of having this aha moment of, yeah, we need to pray about this. We need to seek God on this. Uh, Oh yeah, Uh, for sure. Just in, um, I mean, there's been times just even as a family, like, uh, you know, like something just isn't right here. Um, and, and as we realize that, you know, we stop and pray as a family together or as husband and wife together. 
and um, able to kind of look at things from when you do that, you know, you kind of take a step back and look at things from a different perspective. Uh, and it seems like the Lord's, you know, always been faithful with that, mm-hmm. that he uh, kind of answers us and uh, is faithful with um, giving us direction. Yeah. Um, kind of switching gears just a little bit. You guys spent some time in Mexico um, mm-hmm. a few years ago. You guys were missionaries. You and your entire family went down there. Can you talk mm-hmm. about that experience and maybe the lead up and the during moment and when you guys mm-hmm. came back, how that all fell in together? Sure. Um, you know, we loved what we were doing at that time. Uh, we were both on staff at, you know, a large church, the Vineyard in Canyon City, and we, both, we loved what we were doing, but it was like the Lord uh, kind of at the same time put maybe what, what we like to call a holy discontent hmm. uh, in our hearts. And so it was like, it, it was like, what's wrong? You know, we love what we do. We feel like we, you know, we're called to what we do, but there's something that just was weird. I, it's, it's hard to explain, but we like to call that a holy discontent because we feel like in that moment, the Lord was trying to get our attention and say, okay, you know, you are doing a good job with what you're doing. I know you're happy uh, with what you're doing, but I need you to do something else right now. And so um, we just kind of started to, I guess, brainstorm and, um, you know, we had missionary hearts already and for our own community. And I don't know, you know, as we brainstormed, I mean, this, the Mexico thing just kept coming up because we'd been already many times uh, as missionaries, short-term missionaries to Mexico. And uh, it, it was the funniest thing because as we were starting to discern that, oh, maybe we're supposed to go to Mexico, like move there, uh, as we started to do that, like people in our lives and that were around us started to say things that aligned with that. Hmm. And so even our pastor at the time, you know, Pastor Corey at the time, just like out of the blue comes in our office one day and he's like, you know, I'm never going to say this again, but I, you know, I felt to say this to you now, like, you know, if you guys feel like you're called to be missionaries, um, we'll support you in that. Hmm. And it was just like this thing, like we'd never even said anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this is this, he's, he, you know, even, I think he even said, you know, I, I, I never want you guys to leave. I love having you here, you know, those kinds of things. But if, if that's a calling that you feel like the Lord has for you, then I'd support you. And, and so it was just things like that that would happen. And I think I, I had a friend, uh, or another gal that said just out of the blue, you know, like I had a dream about you that you were moving to Mexico and you're like, what? Wow. So, you know, God just like he speaks not only to us and his people, I think he speaks to other people around us and speaks to us through his word and brings confirmation. So so we ended up doing that. We ended up going and we were there for two years. Um, and and then, you know, we we committed to two years. And when that two years we uh, when the two years was coming to an end, uh, it was just very clear that we needed to come back Um and yeah, uh, for numerous reasons, uh, my mom's health was not well. Uh, and then she ended up passing away mm. and then my dad's health was not well. And then Greg's dad ended up passing away. And 
So, you know, the Lord just brought us back uh, just in time to kind of be with family uh, for the next couple of years. Wow. So you guys came back and Mm -hmm. now you and Greg are pastors of a church. Um, Mm -hmm. How is that going? Oh, it's going good. It's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's very adventurous. I mean, when we came back, literally, uh, the same church hired us, and we just went back on, on staff with that same church. And then three years ago, just over three years ago, uh, we felt called to go and plant a church. And so we literally, you know, we were looking for a location that the Lord was calling us to. And so we looked at a number of places in Colorado uh, and and some other states. I mean, we weren't totally set on on Colorado, but we just knew that the Lord was calling us to plant. And uh, um, we had just uh, we were we were just out of town doing kind of a a drive through a number of cities, and we were staying in different cities, praying about where the Lord might want to take us. And we were literally driving back into Canyon City. And uh, it was like uh, the Lord just spoke so clearly to us that he was calling us back to Canyon City. Hmm. And you're just like, well, this is where we were thinking we were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's like he broke our heart for the people here again. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we just planted in, in the building that the, the same church had owned, uh, you know, downtown and um, it's going really well. We, we co-pastor. So, uh, we, a lot of times we do it together. Uh, and then we just take turns teaching, uh, which has gone really well. Uh, I, I think that's fit, uh, maybe a, a need, um, you know, cause, cause most churches don't operate that way, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a huge need for just, uh, um, role models maybe, would be a, a, a way to put it, both male and female. You know, we look at God as Father God, and so a lot of people identify really well with the male being the pastor. But I think that so many homes are broken yeah. nowadays, and so many people don't have even those that, that female um, position of, of leadership or, or whatever, that, that, that people are desperate for that too. I mean, they're just looking for... Uh, um, you know, that in their lives to, to fulfill those needs. I, I don't know. So it's going well. Um, you know, Greg and I get along well and we work well together. Um, and we love what we do. We love getting to, you know, speak life into people and minister to people and yeah. teach people about Jesus. It's fun. It is. I don't know if I've ever mentioned to you guys about, like, I've always felt called into ministry. Like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks after being saved, I had this like distinct call and I pray about it and think about it almost every day. And it's like this, like God spoke to me one day in church said, this is what you're going to do. Like, this is what yeah. I, and I've never stopped thinking about that. And yeah. I don't know if it's like a holy discontent, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, or what, but it's seriously like, yeah. okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing, like, yeah. but I know that there's this thing that you've called me to. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll tell you two things. Um, one would be, you know, 
obviously timing. I mean, when, when Greg had somebody speak a word to him that he'd be a pastor one day, it was really, you know, 20 some years before it actually happened. Hmm. Uh, you know, he, right away, he kind of sought it out and it didn't work out. And then, so he's like, okay, well, I'll just go on. And, you know, he became a mechanic and he was in the air force, you know, he did lots of other things. Yeah. And then it was pretty, pretty amazing, you know, how God brought it around again one day. Right. Yeah. Um, but secondly, you know, I think, um, I think it was Michael Gatlin, uh, who told Greg and I this when, when we had said we wanted to plant a church, uh, he, he kind of said, well, you know, you just got to be ready to die. Hmm. And it was like, oh, <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, looking back on that, it's like, I, I think, you know, really he was, he was discouraging people, you know, don't plan a church, don't be in ministry. If, if you he literally him and, and Christy Wimber said this, if you can do anything else, do it. Wow. And so, I mean, you have got to, got to, got to know that you are called to, to pastor uh, or to, you know, plan a church or whatever. If that's, you've got to know it. Um, if you could do anything else, do it. Um, you know, but, but if you're called, he'll, he'll get you. And, and, you know, everything will kind of fall into place and you'll be just completely sold out and know that you're called. Like nothing else matters. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously you're doing some sort of ministry stuff because you're, you know, doing this podcast and somehow you're getting the word of Jesus. So you're, you're doing ministry, you know, in a, in a sense, but like if you're fe- feeling called, like you're supposed to be a pastor or you're supposed to, um, you know, plant a church or something like that, you know, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was very encouraging. <laughs> I think I, I, it's, uh, it's almost discouraging. It's almost, you know, which which I think is a little bit intended because it's it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, you know, like if you think parenting's hard, like it's harder. <laughs> it's oh, it's man. harder. Yeah. Yeah. So so anyways, <laughs> I'm not trying to discourage you, but at the same sense, it's like it. it yeah. You got to know you're called. Yeah. I just love it. If you think sure. parenting's hard. <laughs> yeah. I think parenting's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like on the other end of it. I don't have my little kids anymore. I got an 18-year-old and 16-year-old. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and they're, they're great young people. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely had its challenges. <laughs> I mean, I think we are approaching different times. And, uh, you know, what church looks like is different. Yeah. Uh, it continues to evolve. Our, our reach continues to to look different. Um, I mean, people get online all the time, like, and uh, they're, they're not coming to a church and saying like, how do I find out about God? They're getting online and saying, okay, how do I find out about God? Yeah. You know, like, you know, what religion is the best? Uh, you know, uh, do I really have to follow Jesus? Uh, is he really the only way? I mean, people are asking all sorts of questions and, and, and they're getting all sorts of answers. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of resources out there, and not not all of them are good. Yeah, that's um, true. So, yeah, how could God use you, like right where you're at? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's exciting. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this time it flew by. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I answered any question that you wanted. (laughs) No, it was great. I thought this was fun. Um, I hope you had a good time. Yeah. 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 It's easy to talk about what God's done in my life. That's, That's an easy conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Alicia, for joining me on this episode of the Word Up Podcast. I appreciate your insight and all the things you've done for me in my past. You and Greg are just a gift. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to encourage you to leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify or your podcast listening platform. It helps others like you find this podcast and that'll just be cool. Again, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time. Bye.